following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen first and foremost let me start by apologizing uh our apologies here from fantasy beast where to find them on not having a wednesday episode up this week uh, instead this will kind of cover both wednesday and friday to cover for daily fantasy for this upcoming weekend of playoff games unfortunately covid has hit the uh, fantasy beast offices rather hard and the very beginning of it was very very impossible to be able to record and sit down and find the, avail- the ability to uh get episodes out uh, so now that that's underway, we're going to do our best to get through this as fast, as best as we can. Um, we will obviously not be covering a top 10 fantasy aspect as most leagues for the most part were done last week. Uh, instead we will cover the games that were, and then we'll look into this upcoming slate of games. We'll go undercover on fantasy on FanDuel, uh, and we'll take a look to see what we, what we really liked, what we didn't like this, this upcoming week. And who to play for daily fantasy on the Saturday Sunday slates for the fantasy football or for for the football playoff games? But without further ado, we'll go ahead and start it here. Saturday, January eighth, we start the slate off with the Chiefs versus the Broncos. The Chiefs win twenty eight to twenty four. Uh, not necessarily a crazy game here. Uh, defensive touchdowns, kind of putting it over for the Chiefs. We've got, uh, I'm trying to see, I thought we had Chiefs defensive, maybe, yeah, we do, we finished it off with a Nick Bolton fumble recovery touchdown that really put the game away here. Stats-wise, uh, Patrick Mahomes, 27 of 44, 272 touchdowns, sacked once, uh, 54 yards rushing, Derek Gore, the leading rusher for the team, 30 yards rushing, uh, as a running back, one target, uh, the... Leading receiver, Nicole Hardman, 8 of 103. The Denver Broncos here, Drew Locke, 12 of 24, 162, sacked once. Melvin Gordon goes for 110 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Javante Williams only has 46 yards. Tim Patrick, 6 of 95, receiving. He's the leading receiver for the Broncos. The other hand, the Cowboys and the Eagles. The Cowboys lay a hurting on the Eagles, although the Eagles predominantly play the second team here. Uh, the Cowboys, 51. The Eagles, 26. Dak Prescott, 21 of 27, 295, five touchdowns. Zeke Elliott, 87 yards on the ground. Corey Clement, 7 for 58 as well. Cedric Wilson, 5 of 119, and two touchdowns. Corey Clement, 4 of 22, one touchdown. Dalton Schultz, 3 of 21, two touchdowns. CeeDee <laughs> Lamb's kind of gone missing. He's 2 of 45. And Amari Cooper, 5 of 79. The Philadelphia Eagles, Gardner Minshew, 19 of 33, 186, two touchdowns, one pick. Kenny Gainwell, 12 rushes, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Quez Watkins, 5 of 84, and one touchdown. Tyree Jackson, 
3 of 22, one touchdown for the promising young tight end. He unfortunately tears his ACL. He will miss uh, most of the offseason activities and potentially the start of training camp. The Sunday slate, Pittsburgh and Baltimore takes it to overtime before the Steelers can uh, win. This will shake out quite a bit later. Pittsburgh 16, Baltimore 13. Uh, an ugly game for both teams here. It's like neither of them wanted to win for a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, 30 of 44, 244, one touchdown. Chase Claypool leads the way rushing, 3 of 33. Najee Harris, 11 of 28. Benny Snell, 12 of 22. Uh, an intriguing game in a playoff situation where Snell outsnaps Harris. Uh, leading receiver for Pittsburgh, Pat Fryermuth, 6 of 53. Deontay Johnson goes 7 of 51. Chase Claypool, 5 of 37 and a touchdown on his accord. The Ravens, on the other hand, Tyler Snoop Huntley, 16 of 31, 141, two interceptions. The Ravens' leading rusher is Latavius Murray for 150 and a touch. Tyler Huntley goes for 72 on the ground. Mark Andrews, 8 of 85. Um, in, in an ugly game, obviously Baltimore eliminated. Pittsburgh keeps their hopes alive, which end up cashing at the end of the night. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. Uh, but the next game on the slate here, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns. The Browns beat the uh, second-string Bengals 21-16. to uh, Cincy, Brandon Allen, 15 of 29, 136, one touchdown. The Travion Williams is the leading running back, or rusher for the Bengals, 9 of 38. Trent Taylor, leading receiver, 2 of 41. Jamar Chase did have 2 for 26. Uh, Chris Evans went 4 of 24 and a touchdown in the game. The Cleveland Browns, Case Keenum, 17 of 24, 176, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, Baker Mayfield missing this game as he is undergoing shoulder surgery. We got Ernest Johnson leading the way here, rushing 25 of 123. 25 rushes, 123 yards, one touchdown. Nick Chubb, 9 of 58. Jarvis Landry, 6 of 75, one touchdown. Demetric Felton, uh, one rush, six yards, two catches, 18 yards, and a touch. The Washington football team, the New York Giants. Washington beats the Giants 22-7. An ugly game all around. The the Giants are just not a good team, as seen finally. Uh, Joe Judge has been fired. Taylor Heineke, 9 of 18 for 120 yards. Antonio Gibson leads the way, 21 of 147 and a touch. Jonathan Williams, 7 of 45 in a touch. Jared Patterson, 6 of 21. Terry McLaren leads the way receiving 4 of, of 93. The New York Giants, Jake Fromm completes almost half his passes this time. 15 of 31, 103 yards, 1 touchdown, 2 picks. 53 yards rushing for Fromm. Darius Slayton, 2 of 29, 1 touchdown. Kenny Galladay, 3 of 22, no touchdowns. Ugly game if you're a Giants fan. The Bears and the Vikings. Vikings beat the Bears 31 to 17. Chicago Bears, Andy Dalton, 33 of 48, 325 yards, one touchdown, two picks. David Montgomery, 20 rushes, 72 yards. Uh, Darnell Mooney, 12 of 126, leading the way receiving for the Bears. The Vikings, on the other hand, Kirk Cousins, 14 of 22, 250 yards, three touchdowns. Delvin Cook, 79 yards on the ground. He will also add one of three through the air. Uh, Justin Jefferson, five of 107 and a touch. Amir Smith-Marset, former uh, mid-round pick of the Vikings. He goes three of 103 and a touchdown this this game as well. 
the Titans and the Texans. An interesting game for the tit- or for the Titans. They almost lose that number one seed here. They go. They beat the Texans, but it's 21-25. A real close game after they started out red hot. Uh, 23 of 32, 287, four touchdowns for the, for Ryan Tannehill. Leading rushers, Deonta Foreman with 69 yards. Nick Westbrook, a cane, uh, four of 78 and a touchdown. A.J. Brown, four of 68 and a touchdown. Julio Jones, five of 58 and a touchdown. Uh, Anthony Ferks here, four of 56. So the tight end is finally shaking itself out there in Tennessee after not doing much this year. Going to the other side, though, Houston. Davis Mills, 23 of 33, 301 yards, three touchdowns. That's a good stat line for a rookie, a guy who most thought would be out after this year. David Johnson, 5 of 28 yards. He leads the way receiving. Danny Amendola turns back the time machine, 7 of 113, two touchdowns for him. Uh, Not much to stay. Houston has also moved on from their coach. They will move on from David Culley. The Indianapolis Colts to Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts lose to the Jaguars and lose a playoff spot. Carson Wentz, 17 of 29, 185, one touchdown, one pick. It sounds like they are not putting anything in paper and writing and in thought process that Wentz will be back. John the Taylor, 77 yards rushing. Michael Pittman, 6 of 64, one touchdown. Tua Hilton, 2 of 39 yards. Trevor Lawrence, 23 of 32, 223 yards, two touchdowns. Raquel Armstead, 9 of 52 yards rushing. Marvin Jones, 7 of 88 and one touchdown. A guy who you got to wonder if maybe he comes back to life with uh, with a new head coach there and looking revitalized Trevor Lawrence. The Green Bay Packers, Denver or Detroit Lions. Detroit knocks off Green Bay 37 to 30. And if you look at the stat line, yep, Green Bay played their secondary. But in the second half, they played the second teamers. Uh, Detroit was winning through the half. And that was with Green Bay starters in. Uh, we do have Aaron Rodgers, 14 of 18, 138 yards, two touchdowns. Jordan Love goes 10 of 17, 134, and one touchdown. A.J. Dillon leads the way with 63 yards on the ground. Patrick Taylor, 53 for one touchdown as the second best rushing option. Alan Lazard, 5 of 75, one tu- or two touchdowns. Josiah DeGuara, 3 of 66, one touchdown. It's a name to pay attention to in Dynasty Leagues there, guys. DeGuara was a former third-round pick, uh, dealt with a lot of ACL injuries last year, came back, and he saw three or more targets every game in the last five. If they really start leaning on him a little bit more, uh, especially if they want to run two tight end sets or whatnot, depending on what they do with Tunyon, DeGuara might be a really nice option. The Lions, on the other hand, we have... Jared Goff, 21 of 30, 238, two touchdowns. Uh, Tom Kennedy, wide receiver, one for one passing, 75 yards and a touchdown. Devonta William leads the way with 43 yards. DeAndre Swift goes 30 yards and a touchdown. Amonor St. Brown, he's the the king here, guys. Eight for 109, one touchdown. He has been red hot over the last five weeks. It's a guy to keep an eye on. Um, I don't think I'd overdraft him and go higher than the fourth round. But if you can get him 6th or 7th round, I think Amonor St. Brown is going to be a steal next year again. The New York Jets, the Buffalo Bills, guys. The Bills beat the Jets 27-10. to They do cover the spread. Zach Wilson, 7-20 of for 87 yards, 1 touchdown. Zach Wilson also leads way rushing with 27 yards. Keelan Cole, 3-57, of your leading receiver with 1 touchdown. The Bills uh, lock up the AFC East with this win. Josh Allen, 25 of 45, or 24 of 45, 239 yards, three, two touchdowns. 
Mitch Trubisky comes in relief, one of one for 15. Devin Singletary, 88 yards rushing, one touchdown on the ground, and adds another two catches for 24 yards and a touchdown through the air. Stephon Diggs, 9 of 81 with a very nice touchdown as well. The Bills are going to be interesting this week as they go back home to Orchard Park. Cold weather, and they get the Pats again with another bad weather game tomorrow. The New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, Saints 30, Falcons 20. New Orleans, Taysom Hill, 7 of 9, 107 yards, one touchdown. He gets hurt. Trevor Seeming comes in and release in relief, 9 of 15, 71, and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 30 rushes, 176 yards, no rushing touchdowns. Um, Traquan Smith, 5 of 76, one touchdown. The Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan, 20 of 33, 216 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Mike Davis, 30 yards rushing. Uh, Russell Gage, 9 of 126 and a touchdown for him. He's the leading receiver in Atlanta. The Carolina Panthers, Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks throttle the Panthers, 41 to 17. Uh, Sam Darnold, 29 of 42, 219 yards, two touchdowns. Chuba Hubbard, 48 yards on the ground. DJ Moore, 7 of 87, the leading receiver for the Panthers. The Buccaneers, Tom Brady, 29 of 37, 326 yards, three touchdowns. Scotty Miller leads the way rushing. Two rushes, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Rob Gronkowski, 7 of 137, no touchdowns. Mike Evans, 6 of, 86, er, of 89, two touchdowns. An ugly game here uh, all around for Panthers fans. The Panthers are in turmoil. Uh, did we miss anybody here yet? We didn't. Uh, we did actually. Chicago did officially release, and so did Minnesota. Minnesota and Chicago both releasing head coaches and GMs this week. Uh, the 49ers, the LA Rams. Niners beat the Rams in overtime 27 to 24. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, 23 of 32, 316, one touchdown, two picks. Debo, Debo, Debo Samuel, 1 of 1, 24, 1 touchdown. Elijah Mitchell, 84 yards on the ground. Debo Samuel, 45 on the ground and a touchdown. Debo Samuel adds 4 of 95 through the air. Brandon Ayuk, 6 of 107. Ayuk looks like he might be bringing back some consistency to be a mid-round, high-round draft pick next year. Would not be shocked to see him do the same exact thing Debo did this year and be an explosive player. Uh, Jawan Jennings, career-high game, 6 of 90. Four for two touchdowns there. The Rams, Matt Stafford, 21 of 32, 238 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Sony Michelle, 21 rushes, 43 yards. Cooper Cup, Cup, seven of 118, one touchdown. Tyler Higby, six of 55, two touchdowns for him. The next game, the New England Patriots, Miami Dolphins, interesting one. The Dolphins beat the Pats, finish with a winning record, and then go on to fire Brian Flores. If I sound confused, good. I, I am. As a Bills fan, uh, Flores was a very good coach, I thought. And that's not sarcasm. That's not like, uh, oh, keep Adam Gase. Like, no, that's Flores was a coach we were a little concerned about. Bills fans were for a while. Um, a, a very interesting move from Miami there. Nonetheless, Miami beats the Pats 33-24. to <laughs> Mac Jones, 20 of 30, 261, one touchdown, one pick. Brandon Bolden leads away rushing 46 yards and a touch. Hunter Henry, 5 of 86 receiving. The Miami Dolphins, 
Tua Tungavailoa, 15 of 22, 109, one touchdown. Duke Johnson leads the way rushing, 117 yards, one touchdown. Philip Lindsay, 40 yards on the ground. Uh, Durham Smythe leads the way receiving, 5 of 32. Jalen Waddle, 5 of 27, adds a touchdown. The Seattle Seahawks, Arizona Cardinals. Seahawks beat the Cardinals, 38 to 30. Uh, I did say that could be a trap game, given that a lot of Arizona players were missing from this game. Russell Wilson, 15 of 26, 238 yards, three touchdowns. Rashad Penny, 190 yards on the ground again. He's been red hot. Um, could be interesting to see where he goes with being a free agent this year. But 190 and a touch for him. Tyler Lockett, 5 of 98, two touchdowns. DK Metcalf, 5 of 58. The Arizona Cardinals, 28 of 39, 240 yards, one touchdown for Kyler Murray. 35 yards rushing for him. James Conner, 52 yards rushing and a touchdown on the ground. <clears throat> Zach Ertz, 7 receptions, 84 yards. Uh, interesting note here. Eno Benjamin came in and in daily fantasy for being dirt cheap. He allotted you a solid uh, 7 points for being a, a cheap option there, guys. Uh, the last game of Sunday, LA Chargers... Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders beat the Chargers 35-32. to This is the game that allowed the Steelers to get into the playoffs. Uh, had both teams decided they were okay with a tie, they would have both made it to the playoffs. Steelers would have been missing out the fact that they didn't have the tie there. Um, and then you go on even further here to take a look and figure it out. The Raiders were okay with the tie. From what everybody's saying here, Brandon Staley took a timeout. It let Derek Carr think. Derek Carr said, no, let's go win this game. Uh, they got the ball back with little time left in overtime and a 35-32 to 32 victory. Uh, Derek Carr drove him downfield, and Daniel Carlson kicks the winning field goal there. A real interesting game here. Justin Herbert, 34-64, 383, three touchdowns. Austin Eckler, 64 yards, rushing with a touchdown. Mike Williams, 9 of 19 and a touchdown. Um... Josh Palmer, 4 of 45 in a touch. Austin Eckler, 5 of 35 in a touch. The Raiders, Derek Carr, 20 of 36, 186 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs, 26 rushes, 132 yards, one touchdown. Brian Edwards, 4 of 63 there in that game. <clears throat> Hunter Renfro, 4 of 13, two touchdowns for them. Guys, uh, interesting week of football nonetheless. We will talk about some of the FanDuel content for this week before we get too far out of here. Let's, uh, let's see if that's what that is. That is. We'll go right into it here, guys. Uh, matchups we like. Josh Allen's the highest price player here. Um, we all know what Josh Allen brings to the table. We know he was quarterback number one in fantasy this year. I think he's going to supply you talent, but I don't necessarily know if it's going to be the top quarterback of the week talent as he's priced. A lot of this week's probably going to rely on his legs and him running in touchdowns. It's expected to be six degrees in Buffalo on Saturday night. Patrick Mahomes against Pittsburgh. Uh, he's $100 less than Josh Allen. He's been super inconsistent as of late. I mean, I guess I'll take that back. He's been over 20 points every game in the last five. He had the 13 and the eight-point game to two games before that. I still don't know if I trust it against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is getting healthier. T.J. Watt is coming off of being a force, tying the sack record. Uh, Tom Brady has the Eagles. 
that should be a game that you can definitely take advantage of. Brady had the two fumbles against Carolina and New Orleans where he had 14 and 5 points. But prior to that, 30, 29, and then 27, 25. And that was a return game against Carolina to put up 25. Against Philly, uh, Philly has not been the hottest team. and I mean, they held him earlier this year. They held him to 18 points, but he still threw for two, 300 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Kyler Murray against the Rams. I don't like this. Murray has been trending downward. His last game against the Rams, he only came up with 20 fantasy points. He His first game against the Rams, he had 20 fantasy points. Expect around 20, but don't expect it to be a game breaker. Dak Prescott against the 49ers. That's a guy that could probably take advantage of it. The last three games have been 31, 23, 31, and against better defenses here. Yes, Philly set a lot of their starters, but San Fran's defense has been porous. I kind of like Dak Prescott. I'm going to have to go ahead and add him into a lineup here. But I do like Joe Burrow against the Raiders, or the Raiders as well. Um, Burrow has been red hot as of late. 34, 38 points his last two outings on FanDuel. Obviously not playing Week 18. The Denver game, yes, a little bit down, but Denver's defense has been very good. Uh, San Fran, he had 22 points. The Chargers, 18. The Steelers, 17. Uh, he did have the two down weeks against the Raiders and the Browns. But I do like... Burrow's upside, especially for being only 7,800 on FanDuel. Uh, I like Jalen Hurts a little bit too. His game earlier this year against Tampa Bay, he had 26 points. He had two rushing touchdowns in that game. Uh, yes, he's had two down games, Washington and the Giants. Only 12 and 17 points in those games. He had 28 the week four against Washington the first time. He had 30 against New Orleans uh, in mid-November. I like Hurts' upside, but I think I'm going to still sit here and go with Dak Prescott. Running back-wise, Joe Mixon should be a lock if you can afford him. The Raiders have not been good. I believe they actually played them this year already. They did. They played the Raiders already this year, uh, and Mixon was able to put up 25 points against the Raiders that week. Uh, I like him. He is just a little bit high value. Uh, Najee Harris against the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense is just porous all over the board. He already played against them once on the 26th. He had 13 points. Uh, I think I'm okay keeping Harris out. I'm okay keeping James Conner out because you never know who's going to be the running back there. Zeke Elliott, play at your own risk. I mean, we saw him 9 points, 3 points, 16, 14, 8, 5, 13, 9, 19. He has been the epitome of inconsistency all year. <laughs> Damon Harris, if he's healthy, the game's going to have a lot of running in it. That's how he got 28 points the first time against Buffalo, Seven or 17 the first time, 28 the second time against Buffalo. Uh, Damian Harris might be worth your flex play. He's cheap. I, I'm eyeing up Leonard Fournette. Fournette against the Eagles the first time at 27 points. 80 to 81 rushes, two touchdowns, six for six, and 46 yards receiving. He should be coming off the IR. They're expecting him to play. He practiced Wednesday. Keep an eye on that a little more. Josh Jacobs, he did get the Bengals earlier this year. He only had eight points in that game. However, the Bengals are 32nd in the league against the Rush. <laughs> well worth your money that Devin Singletary here guys this is one that intrigues me uh the first game against New England he only had three he had 36 yards on 10 attempts uh starts getting hot against Tampa he has 12 points Carolina 16 points New England in the second game 16 points 23 and 24 points the last two weeks yes they're weaker run defenses but Motor Singletary is really starting to get the ball rolling I'm gonna go with Singletary here in this lineup uh, and I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. Just 
I think Mixon's going to probably put this team on his back a little bit more in the playoffs here. That's why they let him be healthy. Receiving-wise, we're going to start off with a cheap guy here. Um, I'm going to go all the way down the board. Jawan Jennings is... I'm going to go Jawan Jennings to start this off here. We're going to start off intriguing and uh, pretty cheap. Jawan Jennings, 5,200 points. He's come off of quite a string of good games here. He's been targeted a little bit more recently. The Houston game, whatnot. But the Rams, six six uh, catches on seven targets, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Against the Falcons, three three catches on six targets, 20, 28 yards and a touchdown. He's seeing teams with bad um, corner cover, slot, nickel corner, and they're exploiting it. And the Dallas Cowboys are one of the worst teams in the league at nickel corner cover. Uh, we're going to go Juwan Jennings happily here. I'm going to look at another cheap option here at receiver. I think we're going to probably look towards Van Jefferson here. We're going to go back-to-back cheap, guys. Jefferson cooled off a little bit down the stretch. Um, I think the Rams as a whole cooled off, but I think you're going to start to see them really take a step back and try to pull these games. The last time Jefferson played the Cowboy, or the Cardinals, he was 6 of 6 for 90 and a touchdown. Uh, yeah, I don't think he played him the second time. So we're going to go Van Jefferson here. He's got the ability to stretch the field, and the Cardinals aren't the best team in terms of being open and, and covering deep on, at corner. Uh, we'll go with our final receiver here. I think I think we're going to go Stephon Diggs. I, I like Renfro, but I know since he's not the great or not the worst team in the slot cover, CeeDee Lamb's been inconsistent. Deontay Johnson, he's worth your look. He had 12 points against the Chiefs the first game. But I think if anyone's going to be a playoff breaker, it's going to be Stephon Diggs for 8,000 points. We're going to take that happily. I'm going to jump down here to defense. Your defense is where we're going to be able to kind of take a look, break it down, and, and, and shave some money here. Uh, with three players remaining, a flex player, a tight end, and a defensive team, we've got 5,900 left. You're going to play defense and drop that points immediately. I think we're going to go... I think we're going to go with the Cowboys defense here for 4,100. Uh, yes, we just played Juwan Jennings. I know that they can be beat in the slot, but Dallas is also one of the most commonly scoring defenses in the league. Not going to mean they're going to do it, but they like to get the turnovers. They've been hitting hard. They've been getting sacks. We're going to hope that Dallas can go out and do this, and Dallas is going to be able to benefit from this. So I'm going to call it as Dallas does it. Uh... That's going to allow a 6,800 tight end and flex. I'm going to start with tight end here. We've got a couple options. Travis Kelsey, he's got the Steelers. He's only 7,500. Rob Gronkowski has the Eagles. Uh, the first game against the Eagles, he missed. Gronk's been back. He's been really good late. 17-15. Uh, he did have that stretch where he went 2-3-8. George Kittle, you don't really want to overload what you're doing against the Cowboys. We already discussed that we're playing one player. I think I'm going to avoid Kittle here. I do have intrigue in Darren Waller. Um, Waller missed a lot of the season. He's coming back hopefully fresh. The game against the Bengals, he did have 16 points. We're going to go with Waller here on a hope and a dream. It's going to allow us 7,300 for our final player. <laughs> In that amount, you're looking Renfro again, Lamb, Deontay Johnson, Josh Jacobs, Amari Cooper, T. Higgins, or Leonard Fournette. I think I'm going to go Leonard Fournette here to cap that lineup. Uh, Fournette, so 
Four nuts at 73, that'll make it even as long as he plays. You're looking at Prescott, Singletary, Mixon, Diggs, Jefferson, Jennings, Waller, Fournette, and the Cowboys defense. Guys, I think I hope this is enough to break down for you guys, give you some good idea for this week. Thank you for putting up and, and dealing with us missing a couple uh, I'll, I'll, an episode this week. Uh, hopefully we're back at full strength next week and we'll be back up Wednesday and Friday. Uh, unfortunately, life happens and it comes at you fast. Thank you to our sponsors, Charlie at Renegade Studios down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on our website, tkitribetvpro.squarespace.com. Uh, under our sponsors page, all these guys are there. Check out Jeanette at the Herapy Sessions Buffalo. Her booking site is linked directly to us. Check out Damien at the Platterbox in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. That will bring you directly to his Instagram. And last but not least, our friends, because what goes better with football than chicken wings, check out Chicken Dippin'. That's right, guys. Revolutionizing the chicken wing game. Our friend Kyle down in Corpus Christi, Texas, he's got the greatest chicken wing cups known to man. Check them out. Use code SPREAD716 for 15% off discount. And hopefully, you will also have your life changed by these chicken dipping. But until next time, guys... Thank you for listening. Hopefully you are all healthy and safe. Enjoy the first week of the NFL playoffs. And until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.